What's up, Snippet Sports listeners? Welcome back to another Friday podcast. Today is going to be a little bit shorter because, as I'm sure you've noticed, there's a lot less sports news right now. It's absolutely terrible. I don't understand what we're supposed to do with our lives. But luckily, in the last couple of days, we've had some extra news really save the week for us. So we're going to get into it today. But before that, we're going to check in with all the boys. Johnny, how's the cough doing? Is it subsided? Oh, yeah, the cough's great. I think I'm okay. Still coronavirus-free, which is good. Um, Minneapolis, I mean, I don't want to get into likes too early, but golf is opening tomorrow, so my heart's my heart's pretty happy right now. <laughs> AJ, are you going to uh, get out on the links and work on that shankopotamus swing we saw on Instagram? Uh, you know, I, I'll probably make it out a few times. I mean, i got to practice my game for uh, Dad's Day next year. <laughs> so, yeah, i gotta, I got to get out a few times, but we'll see. Braz, what's going on in your world? Not much. Just six days till the NFL draft. Can't wait till pick number 30. There we go. All right. Go pack, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Say that lightly. But um, we can talk about the draft a little bit later on. But one thing I do want to point out is this company called Gilead came out with a nice new drug that has had some good studies come out of over the last month or so. They're going to do more going into the next month. And good uh good indicator the markets skyrocketed so that means people are confident that this could help hopefully that means we have sports sooner rather than later um and with that the conference commissioners in the ncaa for football have been trying to look at how we are going to do football because spring camp has really been wiped out summer we'll see what happens with all of that um but with all the social distancing, they haven't been able to practice. They're looking at winter and spring as a legitimate possibility for a time to play a college football season. How do you guys feel about this? I mean, what? <laughs> give me your thoughts because I, I want to hear yours first. I mean, I like that they're considering it a possibility. Um, but the main reason they're doing it is they don't want to have a huge economic fallout by playing in the fall, having no fans. Um, you know, they'll probably they would probably get more viewers and you know a lot of commercials and you know there would be eyes there. You'd get money still, but yeah, I mean, fans bring in a lot for the school, um, a lot for the programs individually. So they don't want an economic fallout. So I like that they're considering it, but I don't love that we're already kind of looking past the fall i mean my heart obviously wants to be played on time and i also think that like it's possible like every dire prediction that we saw from models at the beginning of this like two hundred thousand deaths was what the models predicted we're now looking at around 60 like we've get new drugs vaccines are being produced we're not gonna have a vaccine for like a year though but like if these drugs work i mean i think that we can start really talking about getting back into day-to-day life so i like that they're keeping their options open but i hope that they're not completely kind of ditching the fall as a possibility oh yeah i I like that point one thing which asia when we were talking about the mlb like proposing ideas of playing just in arizona i think why people like that a lot is because it was giving like some hope that things could come back sooner. So yeah, I, I see what you mean. I don't want to totally write off the fall yet, even though it's kind of it's looking more likely soon. Um, but yeah, I think that was a good point. I got a few things on this. Um, first off, um, I don't think college. I mean, obviously, a lot of things are about money in this world now. But I think college sports, a lot of it has to do with like 
um, the fan base because like it's your school and like they want uh, students to be engaged uh, with the sports and be able to like show their teams or their school spirit. Um, so I think a big thing is they want people to actually be able to go to the games and watch them in person. Um, I know obviously they would lose a good amount of money. Like I remember I saw the tweet. Yeah, I think you probably saw the same tweet as what you're talking about. Um, oh, guest appearance by my dog. Sorry, here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but a, I think a big thing about college sports is that that aspect of having uh, your fans um, in the stadium and watching it. So I think that's a huge uh, factor that's going to go into this decision, honestly. Um, and then secondly, um, I honestly just forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, it was about one of your points, and I just totally blanked on it. Uh, I don't know. Basically, I was just running through that it's good we're keeping our options open. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't want to give up on the fall. A, a winter – Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. I remember now. Um, I don't think completely they're giving up on the fall at all. I think Johnny said it well. It's like it, they're giving people um, – they're just, like, keeping their options open so people know what they can – like, what they might need to expect if stuff happens. Um, if, like, if what you said it really happens and, like, this new drug that comes in really is a big factor in, like, uh, keeping the coronavirus, like, contained and stuff, then we will be seeing football hopefully in, in fall, so – Having, having options, I think, is very smart, just so last minute comes and we're not scrambling. So now that we're um, kind of missing out on practice time in the first place, and Brad, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. Um, yes, we might have a drug that helps us out, and yes, that might mean we have sports sooner rather than later, but we're also missing out on a lot of practice at this time. So if we were to start early, would you be concerned about – well, really ugly and rusty play about injuries because guys haven't been able to be in the facility as much. Like, do you, do you think that no matter what that they should push the season back or do you think they should try their hardest to get it going in the fall? No matter what, no one's not, everyone's going to be happy no matter what decision they make. But I think the biggest thing that of all this is something that you've hit on. Like this whole point is, is just the return to normalcy. And, and that's what I want for sports too. And so if that means, that th- there's shortened practice times and maybe higher risk of injuries at the start here for this college football season, then maybe so be it. If, if that's what it takes to, to get everything back on track. Um, I don't know. I just, I just want sports back. Obviously all this gives us hope, um, but there's, there's no way around it. They're not going to make everyone happy, whether it's players, fans, coaches, no one's going to be pleased. I totally agree with that. There's not a whole lot um, more on this topic because, like I said, the commissioners and everyone who's in an actual place of importance to make these decisions, right now they're just keeping all cards on the table. So we'll keep an eye on the situation. Um, But I I totally agree with you. I want sports back. Obviously, don't want to see guys get hurt. But, I mean, you can't eliminate injuries in the first place. But um, moving on, there's a lot of growing optimism in the NBA um, that games will be played, no fans, right into the playoffs, um, which I'm excited about because, like we've talked about over the last couple of weeks, we've been worried there were going to be no more sports. These seasons were just going to poof and no closure. Johnny, like you said, people made trades specifically like to chase a championship that would be gone. Um, so I know you're happy hearing this, that there's optimism that it can be played. Um, what I want to know from you, Johnny, as an NHL fan and a pretty casual NBA fan. Do you think that no fans being in attendance gives the underdog more or less of an advantage than they already had? 
this is a good question because I think it could honestly go either way. Obviously, the team with the home court advantage, home ice advantage, without fans, much less of an, of an advantage. But then you look at the underdog teams when they go back home. I would I would argue there the underdogs need the fans more than the home team does because when you go back home, that's when you see a lot of the underdogs win. Game three in the NHL, you're down 2-0. A lot of times the underdogs win. Same thing in the NBA. So I think they honestly need the fans more than the high-powered teams, kind of like a different way to look at it. And I think, honestly, I mean, there would be so many, so high TV ratings that the NBA would still make money at that point. Obviously, they lose a lot of ticket revenue. But I think fans are just ready to see any sports, anything. I think if you're not a fan of something now, but then the first sport that comes back is that sport, like you're going to love it. So I just think everyone's super excited. I think that's actually a really good point. We're going to see, I hope, um, fans venturing into other sports that they haven't really cared about in the past just because we have that craving for the action at the moment. Um, Braz, do you think that with no fans, um, Giannis is going to play worse? Because, you know, you never know. I just want to rile you up a little bit. I don't think the Bucs are winning the championship with fans, without fans. If the season ended, if it didn't end, like, um, even if we didn't have a coronavirus, I thought the Bucks' chances were dashed anyways. I don't know if this helps or hurts it, but what are your thoughts? My initial thoughts are having no fans at an NBA game wouldn't be much different for the Wizards, right? Because they don't really have fans at their games anyways. Whoa, whoa. This is the nation's <laughs> capital. We love our sports. I still go to games, and it is packed in there because a lot of fans from other teams live in Washington, D.C. So it's always packed no matter what. I'm, I'm just giving you crap. <laughs> but um, I, I, I hope sports comes back. I hope basketball comes back with no fans if that's what it takes. Like, it's obviously takes a whole nother level out of the game with with fans and with um, <clears throat> like going on runs and stuff. But I, I want to see basketball. If there's no fans, that's fine. Televise it you'll get millions of people to watch it and that's that's what's going to start to to bring sports back so jay you and i have been pretty into uh, the clippers like that's been our pick or like clippers are doing it um do you think that a no fans and b even more importantly a bunch of rest for the king lebron james do you think that it kind of shortens the gap between the lakers and the clippers um, so I'm going to bring back to Johnny's point and saying that like no fans kind of has like the same effect on all like the better teams. It, I think it has a worse effect on these underdogs as they kind of use the um, fans to their advantage. Um, so I don't think that really is going to have a difference on or have like a reason to shorten the gap uh, between the Clippers and Lakers. Um, I don't think the gap is really that large to begin with. I mean, those are two great teams and they already have the fact of trying to compete for like LA's team. So they're already super competitive there. Having a lot of more rest for the King, though, is pretty scary, honestly. Um, especially at his age. We're like, I was not hoping at all because I want to see him play great. But at his age, when he's playing all these games, he's obviously going to have a bigger effect on him. But now with this, um, this longer rest, he's going to have way more energy. And I think he's going to come out a lot more scarier now. Yeah, I think that's definitely possible because, I mean, he spends so much money a year on his body in the first place, over $2 million strictly on his body. Um, and you give a guy like that rest, I think he could be scary. But also at the same time, 
guy like Kawhi Leonard with all this load management stuff. Hopefully he's, you know, practicing still but staying off his feet a little bit. I'm sure that'll help him too. I actually think that the gap is much larger than people realize. Um, but I do think that the quarantine shortens the gap a little bit because I think that LeBron needs the rest after all the years of carrying teams deep into the playoffs more than other players do. Um, so moving on, um, quickly, I want to touch on college basketball. We're all Big Ten basketball fans. We know Minnesota's had you know a pretty good little stretch. We've already covered that. Michigan was ranked in the top ten of the power rankings a couple weeks ago. Um, they had the fifth-ranked recruiting class in the country. might have been fourth. Um, a five-star recruit by the name of Joshua Christopher decided to commit to Arizona State over Michigan, even though everyone was predicting Michigan. And then Isaiah Todd, an already um, five-star commit that Michigan had, decommitted and is deciding to play in the G League. Um, do you think that this, in a sense, can take a hit to a coach's recruiting reputation early on in his college career? Do you think that if players love him, like he'll be fine, he'll bounce back? Well, I think, for, in specific, Isaiah Todd, you mentioned G League. I don't think that takes a hit on Jawan Howard's recruiting or else he would have just decided to play elsewhere, decommit and play elsewhere in school. Um, I, you, he's going to get paid in the G League, so that's obviously what he wanted to do. I think I think it's weird that – so correct me if I'm wrong. You can go to the G League, but you can't go to the NBA if you're not in college, correct? Correct. So I think that rule in itself – this wasn't your question, so I apologize. I just think that's kind of weird anyways because, like, if Todd shows he's ready – we've seen guys come out of high school before, albeit it's really rare, but why can you play in the G League and not go to the league if that team thinks you're ready? So I totally get your point there. Um, so before I respond to that, um, I do want to quick give my opinion. I don't think this takes a hit to Juwan Howard because everything I read is every player that comes in contact with him loves him. Um, Joshua Christopher decided, uh, or what doesn't decide, he's been seen as a little bit of a sideshow. Um, that's why you look at the Blue Bloods, you get these one-and-dones like Duke and Kentucky. They actually decided to stay away from him. Um, Isaiah Todd, his mom, has kind of uh, been really involved in where he's going to go, and it didn't seem like a great situation. Other teams decided to not want to pursue him because of that too. So I think maybe Michigan dodged a little bit of a bullet, even though I would have loved to have had those guys there. Um, in terms of the G League NBA rule, I think in a sense it makes sense because you allow kids to go play pro if they want. Well, at the same time, giving a little incentive to stay in college because they would rather be in the NBA than in the G league. Sure. You can make 500 K a year in the G league as one of these guys. But um, I also think it's good for them to be in a developmental league because it's so rare that a guy comes out of high school and actually is really good. Like the chances are, if you come out of high school, you may, there may or may not be a pretty good chance you flop. Like, if you get this kid in a system where my goal is just to develop him, he's going to make a little bit of money, I think that's better for the player than saying, hey, go play for the Chicago Bulls with no one around you, a year younger than almost everyone, like, than the youngest player out there, and try and show me how great you are. The only problem that this kind of brings up, though, is, like, if you get a career-ending injury and you started in the G League, you didn't go to college, you don't really have, like, that backup plan. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not saying you need to go to college and stuff, but going to college obviously gives you 
more of a backup plan if you get that career-ending injury. And also, um, to add on to your point, I'd actually like to get your opinion on this. I think it's good for players like, let's say Isaiah Todd right now goes to the G League and finds out no one wants to really draft him in the first round, per se, or something like that. Um, Now he can't just go back to college and continue working, continue working on his degree, maybe. I think there's a lot of guys out of high school who think they're ready for the show. They get to college. And then they get humbled because there are four guys in that recruiting class that are just as good as them and they might not play ahead of them. And it, it, it allows you to be like, all right, bet. Like at least I'm still in college. Maybe I'll be here for more years. Maybe I'll get a degree and hopefully by the end of it, I'll be good enough to get drafted. But at the end of the day, if you're 18, um, Jay, you're technically an adult. You, we could argue you should be able to make your own decision and, in a sense, screw, screw up your own track if that's what it comes to. You know what I mean? No, for sure. So one thing I do got to say is you said that if you go to the G League, you can't go back and get your degree, which, obviously, I think you misspoke on that. You you can go back to school. You just won't be able to play basketball, I think, is what you meant. Um, and I mean, yeah, it's, it's totally their decision. Um, I mean, obviously, when you're 18, you are an adult, but your parents are still – widely in your life and i'd hope that they did try to help advise you to take that college route um and especially if you're this good um to go to the g league and not even go to college i'm assuming you have a pretty good scholarship to go to college um regardless so it's not like it, it would be a money issue you can probably go to college for free i'm assuming um and then take those take the education and try to make it to the league after do you mean that you could go to college for free just in the first place or after the G League? In the first place. I'm saying if you're yes. good enough to go to the G League instead of college, I'm assuming that you have some scholarships lined up. Yeah. Yeah, like in college. Every single one of these guys. Like this year so far, we have two five-stars. Obviously, if you're a five-star, you yeah, can. you're going to have a full one. Exactly. Um, you can choose wherever you want to go at that point. Um, last year, we had R.J. Hampton and LaMelo Ball be the two five-stars who win. I think as the years go on, we'll see more guys doing this. Um, I'd love to get Blake's thoughts on that um, right after what you said about they can go back to college after the G League. Yes, they technically have the ability. There's not a scholarship waiting for them, though, because they don't have any eligibility. I'm – this might be too much of a generalization, but it does seem that the majority of these kids don't at least have a ton of money. You know what I mean? Like the majority of players coming up in the recruiting, they're not like super wealthy. I'm not saying that they're poor or low income or don't have any money, but it's like, you know what I, you know what I mean? The majority don't have a ton. They might not want to have to go pay for school. Um, or might not be able to. Especially since they passed up a free chance at it. Mm-hmm. And, and so, the, I mean, the opportunity cost is kind of double them at that point because, like, they pass up this free chance to go to college. And then if they want <laughs> if they want to go back, they have to pay pretty much full cost then instead. Yeah, exactly. So that will get tricky. Um, Blake, do you think that in the coming years we're going to start seeing, like, maybe five, six guys deciding to forego the draft or, do, or their college career? Or do you think in the next couple of years the NBA just says – or the NCAA and NBA kind of talk with each other and go, you know what? We're going to allow none and dunce. Yeah, I think that's going to have to be a discussion because I think we're going to see a lot more of this. And personally, I love it because I think it puts pressure on the NCAA 
these these kids can go start their careers early, make money, and they obviously they're they're missing out on on a college experience and and life lessons there. But that's not to say that going a year early into the G League, they're gonna be around older guys like that. They're gonna get accustomed to the type of play, what it takes. They're gonna have good mentors like. I think more and more kids are gonna are gonna start to do this because they're gonna want to make money. They're gonna want to go overseas, do whatever they can, and then play in the NBA. So um, I totally agree with you. As of now, I just want to make this clear: um, the NBA is the one that decides whether or not you have to wait a year. Uh, so, like in a sense, this doesn't necessarily put too much pressure on the NCAA because it's not their choice to be made. Um, the NBA can either abolish the rule of one and done or they can keep it. You know what I mean? But the NCAA definitely would have to then get creative um, on how to keep talent and how they're going to market. That's what I'm uh, saying. And, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And how and how they're going to keep keep players at, at, their, at their universities. Yeah. Right. Like as a college basketball fan, I'm sure you'd like to see a little more continue what's the word i'm looking for um continuity Continuity. yeah with these teams like duke like you probably want to see a top five team kind of have the same players for you know at least a few years Mm -hmm. that's just i just don't think that's going to happen yeah no it's it's definitely getting murky um all right guys last thing i want to talk about um whoa aj what are you typing you you tell me what's being typed over there I'm not anything. I'm just playing around with it. Cousins, no fans, and horse contest. That's my like dislike. I just had to write it down so I wouldn't forget. Oh my god! All right, well then let's go into like dislikes. I think we covered everything we wanted to. So I have a quick thing. I just I was looking at my ESPN notifications, and NFL is holding a virtual. I don't know if this is new news or not because usually these ESPN notifications are a little late. Um, but NFL is holding a virtual mock draft, uh, like a trial run on Monday. And they're gonna select former legends for the for their picks. It's just like to familiarize familiarize teams with the process. But I think it's kind of that could be pretty interesting just to see how that goes down. Um, and then this just an NCAA to way standardized test scores from freshman eligibility uh, equation for D one D two athletes to the coronavirus. Um, Derek Rose never took his ACT. Just since we're talking about standardized tests, I want to throw that out there. Derrick <laughs> Rose did not take his ACT. Just saying. He had someone else take it for him. Interested. Never knew that. Google, if you don't believe me, Google it. You know, he hasn't had sanctions for it. It happened. I'm telling you, 100% happened. Um, just like people forget, like Ray Lewis, like killed a guy. There's a lot of things we like to forget. You know what I mean? Eric Rose, no ACP. So I wish that this was in place when he was in high school. I just want to say on the Ray Lewis part, like you, it, it was the the trial didn't continue. So like, yes, we can have our opinions, but well, do you think OJ didn't do it? No, I, I get it. I just I'm just saying on Ray Lewis. I think OJ is even different than that. But no, yeah. I, I'm using a little bit of hyperbole here. I, I don't know if Ray Lewis killed a guy, but I, I definitely think OJ did it. You don't think so? Who is who are you talking to? Anyone. You don't think Logic oh. Simpson No, I do wife's head off? I I do. He was found not guilty. Um I just I, my my point was anyway. I think it's different than Ray Lewis. I agree. I agree. It's totally different. Um anyway. another 
What's what's up, Jack? Then anyways, let's just continue on. Finish well, this up. I just wanted to give one quick feel good story. Uh, CEO Ted Leonsis, owner of the Washington Wizards, in case you were wondering. Um, and Capitals, come on. And, and Capitals and Mystics. All right, fine. Don't be sexist, Johnny. No. <laughs> Mystics in there. Oh my God. WNBA draft tonight. Uh, he um, is going to pay 1,500 part-time employees for all three teams um, through the month of April. Well, and the thing about that, what I saw, he's paying them through the month of April. And in the case games come back in the summer, he's not going to use that as what they should have made. He's still going to pay them, which is good. And it's just embarrassing. There's so many owners throughout, or at least in the NHL is what I know. There's a ton of rich owners that aren't paying their employees. So at least one in Boston, it's it's just horrible. But, yeah, that's great news. All right, guys. Braz, give me your like and dislike of the week. All right, let's start off with my like. I'm not sure if – I mean, I know you guys saw Johnny and AJ at least. Um, the, the report from Kirk Cousins saying it would be, quote, refreshing to play games without fans in the stadium this year in the NFL. I think that is – absurd and I think it's just because obviously he knows he's not going to get booed and he doesn't have to deal with all that pressure yeah wow this this man doesn't doesn't want to play with fans in the NFL are you kidding me he wants to play in an empty stadium what other reason would he want that it's it's because he doesn't he doesn't want his fans who who he knows doesn't fucking like him I would love to see someone boo Kirk Cousins and I would love to I'll do it well yeah that's different right that is different uh, right. hey, you don't I'll, think Kirk's been booed? I mean, I think there's a handful of fans. I don't think. I mean, every team gets booed when they're doing when they're playing the shit. It's not just Kirk. Like, I mean, I bet Rogers has technically been booed off like at halftime. Every team does it. Yeah, but I don't think he's coming out here saying he doesn't want to play with fans in the stadium. Like, <laughs> especially in your new like your US Bank. Oh my God, such a nice stadium, eighty thousand, whatever. Like, not that he doesn't. That, not that he doesn't want to play without fans. It's refreshing. I mean, I don't. I didn't like the comment either. I'm not saying I like. It. I'm just saying. I know. I'm. I'm I just just wanted I to bring know. it up. Uh, okay, I'll go with my like. Um, looking at the, I was looking at the weather for next week. Absolutely beautiful, and I might have to follow along Johnny's, and hit on the links because it is mid 60s like for a straight week, and I love it. It's gonna be beautiful. Might even go on a few more runs too. Wow. Taking a break. Really getting creative with our exercise. And uh, AJ, you do know the number one indicator of whether or not you'll go to the hospital if you get corona is obesity. So let's lay off the McDonald's kid. I was actually planning on going today for lunch, but <laughs> I've been I haven't had Don's in a minute. Dude, it's been a while. I had that double Big Mac like three weeks ago, and that's the last time. I miss our cheap chip runs after. Pod. I know, that's also what I was debating about getting this chip. I haven't had that. Oh, it's been so long. Well, my like, it's very simple. It's just the NFL draft is six days away. And I'm very excited, even though it's going to be weird circumstances, just to have some form of sports entertainment that's not a rerun. Just makes me happy. And it's just, it's going to be fun. I'm really intrigued with what the Vikings are doing the NFC North in general. But the biggest thing I'm intrigued about about the draft, to go on a little tangent here, is what's going to happen with Tua. Because I know teams are worried about his health. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see. I think he's going to slide. I think Herbert's going to go ahead of Tua. Uh, I actually want to 
bring someone up quick. I was in just like a Zoom call with some of my other school friends, and they were saying that um, if Herbert gets drafted before Tua, that's going to be a domino effect for whatever GM does that to get fired. And I just totally disagreed with it. And that was like, Charlie. What? Let's give Charlie the shout. Charlie was the one who said that. Yeah, it's Charlie. So I'd just like to hear what you guys have to say about that. I mean, if I'm a GM investing what's presumably a top 10 pick, I I just I don't know if I can justify taking a guy like Tua at this point with his ankle, with his hip. He has he had a torn twice torn his metatarsal, one of his metatarsals earlier this season or metacarpals, whatever's in your hand. I'm not an expert on that but so he's been injury prone and we know to uh if you're just asking talent wise who has better touch on the ball people are going to say Tua. but if i'm investing in that pick i want a guy who's been able to stay healthy or not even necessarily stay healthy just a guy who hasn't been injury prone so i would i would just go with herbert i mean so i totally agree with john um i'm a huge justin herbert guy i have been um since i don't know for the last two years at this point but i could see if you're wrong like if you go herbert and you're wrong it could be a domino effect but i would i would not take Tua over herbert like i i would take i would roll the dice i think firing a gm because you went with herbert over tua is i just think that's way over the top well i i think gms always get canned though for taking the wrong quarterback and the thing is with quarterbacks there are so many. If you look at past drafts, there are so many quarterbacks drafted in the first round each year that don't become anything. I mean, you can just go back recent years. I remember the year with Ponder, Jake Locker. There, there's so many quarterbacks. It's the one position where people consistently miss in the first round just because it's a position of need. So, like, hey, we're going to see what happens. But that's why I'm so excited about this draft to see where these quarterbacks go. It is the most important position because if you have a sucky quarterback, you probably have a sucky team. With that being said, it is an oversimplification, but Mr. John A. Anian's down here, and he just wants to poke his head in. What's up, boys? What's up? Fine. Oh, John. How you guys doing? Doing pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thanks. Um, yeah, got a little beard going. Got the uh, shaved head like Benjamin. Um, I got two things to say. Okay. One, Goldman Sachs downgrades Apple from neutral to sell. I saw. So that sucks for you. Nope. <laughs> um, it's a long. It's a long term. It's a long term play for me. And the other issue I have in this house is Benjamin has left me with one IPA. Ooh, we're down oh, to oh. one IPA. All of a sudden, I looked in the fridge and we're down to one I IPA. Drank, I, the weekend is starting. I drank one. <laughs> Come on, Yads. I drank one. I can't even get no, drunk no. right now. I drank one. You better get your ass to the store and get some more IPA. <laughs> <laughs> Put the mask on. Get to the store. Buy me beer. <laughs> Real quick, I want you though, I'm gonna give you some firepower at AJ. He said yesterday that you are one of the rare exceptions. No, that was Tones and Liam. No, 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 no. No, you agreed, kid. I got the text. I mean I emphasized it, but yeah. You emphasized it. You're one of the rare people to go to Michigan and come out successful. That's what he was oh, saying. Oh no, that is absurd. So that's a ridiculous comment. Take something back is Jan's is blowing this out of proportion. It was Liam and Tones who said it, and I emphasized the fact that you came out successful. That's what I was emphasizing. No, you, you, the whole text, it had the rarity of it. I mean, I, I can't change the text, though, so I was just wanting to emphasize my guy, John, a little, but... Yeah, I think that's kind of an ignorant comment, <laughs> though. I mean, look, look, you are surrounded by successful Michigan people. They're everywhere. 
They're in your state. I'm sure they are. No. They John, question for you. Yes. I know, I, or, and Big Ben. I know you guys, big Michigan football fans. Sure. Blake and I just recorded a pod previewing the NFL draft. Caesar Ruiz, what can you tell me about the <laughs> offensive lineman? Huge fan of Caesar Ruiz. He's smart, high football IQ, and he's agile. Like, you can pull him. He will get out on the edge. I am a huge fan of Caesar Ruiz. Yeah, great center. Great center for Michigan. I, I mean, honestly, I don't know how he translates in the NFL, um, but he was he was solid. I mean, one of the better centers that Michigan has had in recent history. I mean, how often do you see a center snap it and then pull? Like, you know, that's normally the guard, you know, you got guards. If you have a tight end out there, you might pull a tackle. But, like, he will snap it and, as a center, get out on the edge and be a lead blocker. I think that's elite. I mean, they're like a quarterback on the field, right? I mean, when Benjamin played peewee football, his first year as peewee football, he was a center. Right? <laughs> was it? Were you? No, it was tight end. Tight end? But you played center one year. <laughs> yes, no, you did. No. Absolutely played center. I did absolutely not. played center. Black stripe. My co- our, t- our center didn't show up for one game, and Ben, my coach, like Ben, you're the only one else that can snap it. Like in the shotgun, I need you to play center. One game, I was a center. One game. Could you pull? What's up? I didn't pull. I, was, I wasn't Caesar Ruiz. You didn't pull. Come on, guys. All, All right. right. Well, we gotta wrap this up. So. All right. I'm out. Good to see you guys. You Good too. job. Good job. By the way, do you think Ray Lewis was innocent? Oh, my God. <laughs> he doesn't think he was innocent. Okay. Anyways. your like, Jones? My like is that as a DC sports fan, when I have to sit around and do nothing but watch replays, I get to watch two championships. I watched Game 7 of the World Series the other night. Warmed my heart. I've watched the Caps win the Stanley Cup a couple times. Warmed my heart. As Minnesota fans, you guys get to watch the Minneapolis miracle knowing that the week later you're getting thrashed by the Eagles. Yeah, I literally at the beginning of this pod was talking about watching the World Series for the Twins, so like, I don't know what you're saying. Like, That's a fair like, point. We get to watch championships too. I'm just like, I'm pretty down with replay games. I mean, I, I if. If I didn't know what happened, but it was still a replay, okay. Like, if I'm just watching a game, a great regular, a great NCAA attorney game, and I didn't know the outcome, I'm, let me sit down. When you know the outcome, though, that's where, that's where I don't like it. The only thing for me, John, is I, I didn't get to live for the 91 series. So, I mean, I don't, like, I don't, I know the outcome, obviously. Like, I know Puckett hit that walk-off last, like, I mean, last night was when the game six aired. Like, I don't know the rest of the game, like, how it happened. So, I, like, I enjoy watching that just to, like, see um, how it happened, so. I know what you're saying, though. Like, you know what's going to happen at the end. So, like, the buildup is kind of, like, it's not even close to, like, enjoyable. Yeah, it, it is kind of sad. I agree. Um, however, I do like, because, you know, UNC, for example, is, like, a big program people are fans of. I like turning on the ACC network and watching three games in a row of Duke beating UNC on buzzer beaters and texting all of my UNC friends to piss them off. I think that's a good time. But um, I agree that, like, it's tough to sit down and watch the whole thing. Like, if the end is on and you know it's a great finish, all right, bet. I won't change the channel. But uh, if it's the beginning of the game, I'll bookmark it and come back at the end. Um, but I think we can move into what we don't like. I'm going to go last because I'm going to be honest. haven't thought of anything. Braz, you already got it written down 
because you're an organized guy. What don't you like? Try to be. Uh, let me know if you watch this, Ben. Uh, the horse contest that was aired on ESPN between some former NBA players, current NBA players, WNBA players. Um, it was one of the most horrific things I've ever watched between the, the footage of like siblings helping out with just recording. Oh my God. It was just a disaster. Like the, the, the quality, the everything, it was just everything. Two thumbs down. Blake, well, you, it was more horrific than watching Brett Hundley play quarterback. Uh, I have watched uh, a handful of shitty backup quarterbacks in my life, so (laughs) I don't know. I might have to give that one to Seneca Wallace. (laughs) Uh, On the the horse thing, brother, I'm not going to lie, I saw the, uh, I saw it come up. I was on the guide. Um, I saw ESPN horse competition. Um, I saw previews for it the day prior, and I had a feeling it was going to be like throwing up in my mouth type of bad and i saw replays on twitter and it looks like that's exactly what it was um so i like that double thumbs down from you yeah you didn't waste any time (laughs) um aj what Uh, don't you like my dislike actually came about an hour ago um i've had my schedule built the past three days but i check it every day just to make sure it's still good wake up this morning i check it and one of my journalism classes that i pretty much need to take to take any more just filled up um, so yeah, I just have no idea what class to take now. Um, and I think it's just infuriating because it happens year after year. I apply for this journalism major and I get accepted and I have to make a plan. They accept my plan, but year after year, I'm not able to fulfill my plan because these classes fill up. Don't accept my plan if it's not going to work. Make more classes. It is ridiculous that only 30 people can be in this one class at a time. Come on. There's two sections of 15 people. Are you kidding me? Like, AJ, not happy. No, not at all. Like, now like, I had a perfect schedule. 9.45 to 2.15, Monday through Thursday. Sally's 3 to 6 Thursday was an easy attending. Now, I don't know. It's gonna, like, I don't know what's going to happen to my schedule. Johnny, what's my favorite saying? Life's not always fair. I don't give a shit uh-huh. now. I always said it to piss you off. I, I was just gonna go with AJ stupid, but yeah. I mean, what a what a rant for such a meaningless a meaningless thing in the dilemma of life right now. I mean, class schedule. We're we're not worried about the NFL draft, but we're worried about class. You're not worried <laughs> if the Vikings are gonna take a corner, but you're worried about class schedule. Un- unbelievable. How is that my dislike? I don't know what's gonna happen in six. Probably gonna be my dislike next week when the Vikings just have a shitty draft. Well, I'm not going to lie. I dislike that AJ is showing he doesn't really care about sports right now. Um, but what? I think I've got the most prominent. Or Big Ben, do you have a dislike? You haven't went yet. Well, I, yeah, it's going to be quick. My dad claiming that IPAs disappeared because of me, like, I literally can only drink one at a time. Like, what? like my nutritionist was like, you can try one gluten-free beer, see if it hurts your neck, see if it screws up your stomach. I can have one at a time. How am I running through these items. I don't get it. I don't get it. So Jan's dislike can be not about sports, but I'm the one that doesn't care about sports. No, 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 no. Yours, though, was, like, so... Like, like, beer versus school. You know what I mean? Like, mine's, like, a little bit better. That's all I'm saying. Tough. <laughs> the power rankings of the likes and dislikes. <laughs> I love it. Well, I think my dislike, I mean, trumps all... I think the horse game is atrocious, so... 
I think I think your dislikes were fine. Um, but as we know, I ordered TV twelve equipment. That will be two weeks ago from yesterday. So let's count backwards. That's eleven business days. It is not shipped yet. I spent one sixty five on TV twelve equipment to get me ready for the NFL draft to get the muscles going and it, it's it hasn't even shipped yet so i don't know what i'm gonna do here i really don't i think we need to start getting some complaints johnny <laughs> oh i've called i've texted tom hasn't picked up so <laughs> I, think, I think we might need to start spamming this tom guy <laughs> i think um our twitter video should be an update on johnny's tv 12 dilemma uh it's tough i mean i wish baker had something but he doesn't. Okay, it so, looks like you got a little gut going there too with Baker. You need well, the, well. No TV twelve equipment was my exercise plan, and now it's Madden. <laughs> uh, you got the thumbs working. I love it. Okay, sorry. Last, last thing I'm gonna rant about to go back on Caesar Ruiz. Whatever team he's on, I will play with him in Madden because I love guards who can pull in Madden. Center. I can hit that guy. So yeah, or centers. Yes, center that can pull. Yes. But That's yeah. more elite. It's good. It is good. So where's he projected right now? He, Blake and I were just on a day house. He is projected to go late first or the second round. But we, we both think he could go in the late first. All right. Would you be happy if the Vikes got him? It no. depends what, if the Vikes are at 22 and they take him, I think that might be early because I think there's probably a better corner versus a better offensive lineman on the board at that point. But if, if they go with Ruiz, I'm, I'm not going to be mad because offensive line is a huge, huge weakness on this team right hey, now. Bradbury last year. You don't, I don't want a center two years in a row. With well, Brad, Bradbury, you can pull, put him at guard. I'm just saying, I, I would rather not take a center two years in a row with the first pick. But if you can take the first center and put him at guard, then you're not technically taking two centers. In. And Ruiz can play guard, too. Right. I guess. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Um, today was fun. I don't know how long this was. It feels like it was a little bit shorter, but we had some rants um, predominantly about AJ's class that he's literally pooping himself about. Hopefully it gets figured out, though. Um, but, yeah, everyone stay safe until then. We'll talk to you next week.